welcome back to another episode of the Open for Business podcast, episode 13, in fact, and the first episode of the new year of 2016. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for coming back. Fresh new show for a fresh new year. Really appreciate you listening in. I'm your host, Anthony Murphy, and you are someone who is looking to build their passion into a profit, to build your passion into your paycheck, to turn that idea you've got, that solution to a problem that you have, turn that into a business of your very own, right at home, using your laptop, and happy days. Thanks for tuning back in, really appreciate it, and really looking forward to punching through the awesome content that we have lined up for you this year in 2016. How was your Christmas? How about your new year? Hope you got to catch up with lots of your family, eat heaps of good food. I know I did. And uh, I'm sure it crossed your mind that uh, you need to stick to that uh, continual New Year's resolution of getting back to the gym. Yeah, we all need to do that. I think we need to make it a goal, not a resolution. We've got to get back, make sure that we are hitting the gym or doing the kind of fitness that we enjoy, whether it's walking, running, riding, swimming, whatever you might be into. Um, make sure that you remember to invest in your fitness, people. It's important, especially after all that awesome Christmas and uh, holiday season food. Really got to get back and uh, make sure that we stay fit. Well, right, it's 2016, first podcast of the year, and it's time to knuckle down. It's time to set some goals, team, and uh, we are going to continue on our journey of building our business or building that idea that you have, the business that you want to build uh, into its very own powerful, what would you call it? It's, a, it's, it's your little baby. It's your empire uh, that's waiting to be released. So I'm super excited to uh, continue bringing the podcast to you and uh, putting forth lots more awesome, helpful and uh constructive content this year. I want to make sure that I'm providing lots and lots of value to you listening in right now. Because without you listening, there wouldn't be any point in me doing this podcast. So I really do appreciate it. I say that a lot, but I do mean it. This uh, podcast is now being listened to in over 15 different countries around the world. So no matter where you are from, thank you very much. And uh, I know that you're listening. I can tell from uh, Google Analytics, from all the stats that you're tuning in, and I really do appreciate it. So thank you very much. All right, let's get into the show. Few things are changing with the podcast. Now, this year, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you a podcast with an interview with a guest, an expert, or a, uh, a business owner. And that is going to be one week. The next week, it's going to alternate. I'm going to do a solo show. So it's going to be just me and just you. We're going to sit down. We're going to get really dive deep into different topics on how you can build your business and the different ways and the different tools that you need to use to really grow that baby of yours. So we're going to um, have solo shows on things like um, registering your domain name or and determining what sort of website you need to sign up for, um, how to do graphic design yourself, how to look after your social media, how to start a podcast, how to write your blogs, and also how to market your business 
or your venture that you're about to take on. So lots of content coming up and I'm going to try and step through it in a very organized and methodical way so that you can work along with me and you can uh, go step by step as you build your business. So that's the uh, that's the format. So you're going to have two interviews a month and two solo shows a month. Um, next thing we're going to be doing at Open for Business HQ is repurposing a lot of that content that we have on the podcast. So we're going to have a guest come on the show, um, or it might be a solo show with me, and then we're going to repurpose that content, all that gold that's shared in the podcast. We are going to then turn it into a blog post. We're going to turn it into a video or a periscope, and we're going to put it out there in different mediums so that people can consume that information in the uh, their favorite format. Because some people might not really not want to plug into a podcast every week, and that's fine. Even though podcasts are awesome, you really should. You uh, you might be the type of person that would prefer to sit down and read a blog and really mull over it and go back and look and uh, really visualize on the content and the words. So I'm going to be putting out lots of different content across lots of different formats. Repurposing is a good thing to keep in the back of your mind, guys. Um, Now, there is also going to be no more tweet of the week on the podcast for the time being, um, just because I think it, uh, it was something that I threw in just to try and lighten up the podcast and try and bring another element to it. But I want to try and provide you with as much value as I can. And uh, I think that me just picking a random tweet and uh, chucking that into the podcast isn't really providing you with as much value as uh, as I should be. And I really want to try and spend all that time and not waste any of your time providing awesome, helpful and actionable content. So it's all about providing more value for you listening in. And a great way to get more value from Open for Business is to jump on our mailing list. Head to the website, hit the subscribe tab, pop in your email address, and you will be subscribed to the Open for Business mailing list. That is where you will get up-to-date information on what's coming up on the show, all the tips and tricks that guests have left on the show. You'll get updates on the blogs and new podcasts when they come out and uh, some subscriber-only content as well. So if you don't want to miss out, jump over to the website, hit the subscribe tab, and make sure you join the Open for Business team. We would love to have you on the inside. Okay, time for this week's interview. Really excited to bring this one to you. We recorded this episode back in uh, middle of December in 2015 and uh, we're talking today to an inbound marketing expert by the name of Nicholas Scalise from the USA. Yep, it's going to be our first uh, international guest on the show. Uh, really excited about this one. Nicholas is uh, the co uh, is the founder of earnworthy.com which is all about providing inbound marketing tools and tactics to help you build uh, better leads, more sales, higher traffic, and more referrals for your business, your project, or your venture. And um, Nicholas loves to help get uh, help brands get attention and gain trust, and uh, and and through that gain more sales, generate more sales using inbound marketing tools and tactics. So if you're not familiar with inbound marketing, we are going to, uh, Nicholas is going to explain that for us in the interview. Let's jump straight into it and I will catch you on the other side. 
Hi, my name's James Chu, and you're listening to the Open for Business podcast with Anthony Murphy. Nicholas Scalise, uh, thanks for having a chat to us today and coming on the Open for Business podcast. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of the show and I'm glad to be here, Anthony. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, I should let you know, you are my first international guest on the, uh, on the podcast, oh, so we're I... in uncharted waters here, so uh, it's pretty exciting. Hopefully, the Skype connection will hold up. That's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, Nicholas, the first question I like to uh, ask all the guests on the show is, what did you always want to be when you grew up? Uh, surprisingly, I wanted to be a police officer. Okay. And so, yeah, I went from that and now I do marketing. So, a pretty big jump. I know. I, I like to ask that question because uh, out of all the people I've interviewed so far, and, and uh, we're over 10 episodes now, there hasn't been one person yet who has told me uh, that what they wanted to be when they were younger is actually what they do now. So, Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I like to point out that difference that um, it doesn't really matter like what age you are. If you're not sure what you want to do or what you're going to be when you grow up, um, it always works out in the end. So that's why I like to Absolutely. ask that question. Especially these days, you really have to figure out your path as you go you know it's not like it used to be where you go to school for a specific thing and get a specific job and do that for 40 years and then retire and get a nice pension yeah. you know it's so different now so it's definitely uh that's right I, I could see where that would definitely be true where people don't really do what they first intended to do there's many many doors that can be opened mm -hmm. and uh, it's just a matter of choosing which one you want to go through Absolutely. Awesome. Now, Nicholas, you are the founder of Earnworthy.com and you're all about inbound marketing, um, inbound marketing tools and tricks. Can you uh, give us a little bit of a background on Earnworthy and what it's all about? Yeah, so Earnworthy just really started out as a blog and it was just about business and productivity tips, things that I had always been interested in. And when I started it, uh, a couple of years ago, I didn't really expect for it to turn into a business. So it was literally just a blog. Mm -hmm. um, I was working at a marketing agency at the time. Um, and it was just a place to put down my thoughts because I've always had been involved in blogging. And, you know, I wanted to create a brand because I like the idea of having a, a brand that's beyond just your personal brand. Like you, you know, you have Open for Business, which is a brand that is bigger than just your personal name. True. Uh, so I think there's a lot to be said for having both. Like it's important to have a personal brand. But I think you know the the ability to go and create a brand that is independent of that gives you a lot more flexibility if you want to grow it in the future. Mm. So it sort of went through um, a few different transitions. So like I said, it started out as a business blog. Then I got a little bit more into productivity, which is just like personal development and ways to work more efficiently, get things done more efficiently. Um, and then that evolved into what I called marketing productivity, where I sort of combined both marketing and productivity. And I sort of uh, used that term, which wasn't really used very much, uh, marketing productivity to to fuse those two fields together. Uh, but that didn't really have a lot of traction. And looking back, I think it was just because I was trying to be a little too creative there. And I was trying to create something that people just didn't really get. Like, okay, I get marketing and I get productivity, but you don't really have to combine the two. Mm -hmm. So then um, more recently, earlier this year, I decided to really make it all about inbound marketing. Uh, but there's a lot of inbound marketing blogs out there. So um, what I focus on is inbound marketing tools. And okay. all the while, while I'm doing this, I also developed the the brand into a company. So now it's a and it's an LLC. It's a legal business entity. And I have clients and I provide internet marketing services, primarily inbound marketing uh, services as a consultant to these clients. 
Excellent, excellent. Well, firstly, congratulations on uh, on Earnworthy, and for for any of our listeners that are tuning in, a lot of them are sort of in that in the concept stage. They're just mm-hmm. starting out. So, can you explain a little bit what inbound marketing is? Absolutely, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. So, we are probably all familiar with outbound marketing, even if we haven't heard that term. But it's the basic old school marketing where you know you're interrupted throughout the day. It's push, push, push. So think of outbound marketing as constantly being interrupted, having to watch television commercials that you don't want to see, having um, to watch videos. Before you watch a YouTube video, for instance, there's sometimes these videos that you can't skip. And it's like, oh, oh I just want to skip this video. It's so annoying. Yeah. Right. Well, that that's, yeah, we, we have all experienced that. Um, that's traditional marketing where it's just interruption. It's using marketing as a, uh, as a channel to push out a sales message and to get someone to take action. Now, inbound marketing is really the opposite of that. So it's about pulling people in, not pushing a message out, but pulling them towards you. And the way you do that is you provide really relevant content. So first you have to figure out who's your specific audience because you can't talk to everybody. So like, you know, you want to target people that are looking to start a business or entrepreneurs early on in that stage, but you're not going to go target uh, a business executive who's been doing this for 30 years and has run many successful businesses. Like that's not your market and you can't talk to everybody, right? Yeah. So with inbound marketing, you got to figure out who you want to target and then you got to provide them with value. And if you provide them with value through a whole bunch of different content, even podcasts like what what you're doing, um, that's going to pull them in and then you can uh, nurture them into a customer and ultimately they will become a customer and hopefully they'll, they'll even refer business to you later on. Mm, no, I like that. And and again, it's, it's important when you're starting out uh, that it's not so much... You don't make it too salesy. You don't want your marketing to be sales, sales, sales and, and right. push, push, push. So I think when uh, when we first start out, if someone has an idea for a business, it's important to firstly determine who your your target audience is, and um, and then go about um, um, creating that content, that helpful marketing, that inbound marketing to then bring them to you um, by providing them with helpful information, not just a sales message. You got it. Excellent, excellent, um, Nicholas. Can I ask, what were you doing between, say, the time you finished school or college and and um, creating Earnworthy? Was there anything in between there? Uh, that's a good question. I, I was pretty active in college, um, and I, I guess that that activity really helped me launch my business. And um, you know, I f- I didn't want to be one of those college kids who just went to class and then went home because uh, I went to a school. Um, here in Florida in the United States that was sort of a commuter school. It wasn't, I mean, you could live on campus, but very few people did compared to a traditional university. So it was pretty much, you went to class and then you had to go home or, you know, go to your apartment off of campus. Um, So I wanted to stay busy. So I got involved with student government, which was just a great opportunity um, to get involved on campus. And I also got involved with a fraternity and I helped create a, a new chapter for that fraternity and became the vice president. And those things really helped me learn a lot about business because uh, those organizations really were run like businesses. Um, and I'm still involved with, with my fraternity today. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad to help, you know, consult the, the, the folks that are, that are still there running it. Um, even though this is now five years ago. Mm. Uh, so, you know, that was a great experience just being 
involved during my time in college, so I wasn't just going to class. Um, and I think that's the time where you really need to take advantage of internships and really make the most of your time on campus to build up all your different networks and build up these connections. And then right after college, I was pretty much doing what I'm doing now. I was uh, I had my first business, which was not earnworthy. It was called uh, Fast Blink. And what Fast Blink was was just a social media marketing company. And it was just me. And I would literally go door to door to local businesses and try to sell them uh, social media marketing services. So I'd walk into a business after doing a little bit of research on them. And I'd say, hey, I noticed that your Facebook page is pretty, pretty dead. Um, you could probably use some someone to uh, come in and, and add some content to it and connect with other pages and respond to people. And that's going to help you so much with, with your, with your business. And some of them would say yes. Some of them would say, Hey, get out. We don't, <laughs> we yeah. don't, we don't yeah. want any solicitors. And you know, that was doing pretty well. So I would go door to door and sell those services. And that developed into uh, my first business, which I then had a, uh, I, I had a business partner and we would do that full time. Um, and then that eventually developed into what I'm doing now. Okay, excellent. I think that's a that's a great point too about how you actually went to the businesses in person. It wasn't because uh, I can imagine if you had have just sat at home, taken the easy route, and tried to send out emails um, offering your social media services, that you probably would have had much less success with that rather than face to face and and creating a relationship with people. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, looking back on it, I think you can definitely do things with email that are much more efficient. And probably, um, I if I'm if I was just doing it today, I would probably start with email marketing just because I know how to do that. But back yeah. then, I really didn't know that much about email marketing. And the other thing was one of my very first jobs, right when I was one of my first real serious jobs when I was eighteen was a sales job, and I would sell gym memberships. And to do that, we literally had to go door to door to all these different businesses and try to sign up the employees. And so that taught me how to pound the pavement, get out there, mm. go door to door. And so I was very comfortable with that because of that sales job. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Created, um, yeah, it got you some skills that you've been able to uh, to uh, you know use throughout um, your your business and uh, and probably implement a lot of those with Earnworthy as well. Absolutely, and to this day, I tell everybody, uh, you know, all the all the college kids that I speak with, I tell them that if you can get a sales job, go for it because that is one of the best first jobs you can get. It'll mm. teach you so much because you learn that sales is not just a skill; it's really a science. It's an art. It is something that you're going to use no matter what. Because when you go into a job interview, you're selling yourself for that position. Uh, to work at that company. So sales is something that translates into every single aspect of of what you do. And it's you learn so many good things from dealing with people face to face, going into businesses, you scared half to death the first time you do it because you don't know yes. what's going to happen. <laughs> and calling people up on the phone. We used to have to do 200 uh, calls a day. And it really teaches you a lot after you get used to hearing people say no. Uh, you get sort of immune to it. And it just really allows you to go out there and give your best presentation every single time regardless of what they're going to say. Mm, no, it's a, it's a great learning experience for sure. Heading back towards uh, inbound marketing, what, what can Earnworthy provide for any uh, young uh, inspiring entrepreneurs or someone who has an idea for a business? Um, how can Earnworthy help them? So yeah, so I would say the best, um, the best way Earnworthy can help in that way is I have a lot of great blog articles that that talk about what you need to do to get started with inbound marketing. 
there's some some basics that you that everyone needs to cover. For instance, first you need to figure out who is your target audience, like I mentioned early on, and you need, need you need to create a very detailed persona of who that person is. So if you're just thinking of starting a business, you want to be very specific and almost make it actually make it a very detailed story. Like give them a name. Is it marketer Mervin or is it uh, advertiser Annie? Whatever you know, yeah. give them a face, give them a name, give them a persona. Write a story about that person's life and what a typical day looks like for them. And then that'll help you in everything else you do when it comes to your business. Excellent, excellent. I like that. So uh, I'll make sure that uh, earnworthy.com and links to uh, the websites and your social media will all be in the uh, show notes for this episode. Um, is there anything else that Earnworthy can uh, do to get people started? Well, I would say that if you're, if you're looking to start an online business, um, you're going to need some specific tools. And one of the things, like I mentioned, that I, I like to help people with is set up that initial uh, set of tools. So I, I have some recommendations here if, if, uh, you, if you think your audience would be interested in hearing about some specific tools they might want to use yeah, if definitely. they're looking to start a business. Definitely. So, so yeah, so if you're looking to start a website, one of the best website platforms out there is WordPress. Um, WordPress is an open source platform, so if you go buy a domain name, you're going to need a website to connect it to, basically. And so WordPress allows you to um, build that site, and you control it, you own it. You're still going to need web hosting, uh, but WordPress is a very flexible platform, and I think it's used by something like 25% of all the sites uh, on the web right now. So it's very, very, very well known. And what's great about it is it works with plugins and themes, and widgets and so it's very customizable and there's pretty much nothing you can't do with WordPress and some of the biggest sites in the world are built on WordPress so I always recommend if you're gonna go start a a business you need to have a web presence and WordPress is a great starting point yeah excellent okay that's uh, Uh, that that helps out our website anything else yeah and so then a few other suggestions here Um, you're going to want to have a a good email program to be able to send someone um, emails automatically so if people are coming to your website something you should think about early on is building an email list yep and what does that mean it means if someone comes to your website you don't want to lose them as just a random visitor you want to capture that person and you want to offer them something and this is inbound marketing 101 in in the truest sense you want to offer them something of value in return for their email address so that you can contact them again and so there's a lot of different programs that allow you to email people using what's called an autoresponder or it's basically a series of emails that you set up and then automatically they will get those emails. So if I subscribe to your site today, um, then tomorrow I will get an email from you and the next day I, I will get an email. Maybe a week later I'll get an email. So it just helps automate that process and then you can you can customize it pretty heavily based on a number of factors. And so one that I, that I use a lot is uh, called AWeber and it's one of the more popular email providers. Now there's other ones such as MailChimp, which mm-hmm. is also very good. And another one that I've been looking at lately is called GetResponse. Okay. So I would say check out those. Uh, those are three of the best, but it's definitely important if you have a website to also have an email autoresponder tool. Mm, excellent. No. And again, for, for our listeners, it is it is very easy to uh, to do at home yourself, even if you're just starting out, setting up email automation, uh, an AWeber or a MailChimp account. It, it is all very straightforward. It's very simple, and uh, it can be done uh, in not too much time at all. 
Mm-hmm. All right. What uh, what would the next step be? So so yeah. So you have your website. You have your email provider or your email service provider tool in place. Something that you might want to think about doing is building some very specific landing pages. Um, and these are pages that now the difference between a landing page and a regular website page is that a landing page has one specific action that the visitor is going to take. Mm. So like if you think of the traditional home page, a traditional home page is not really a landing page because there's a whole bunch of different things that people could do. They could come to the home page and visit the blog or check out the about page or contact you. There's a lot of things pulling uh, their attention in different directions. But with a landing page, if you have one specific product you're trying to sell, that is the focus of that page, buy this product. Um, In this case, if you're starting a business trying to build up an email list, you want to have several landing pages that are set up for maybe some of the, the different offers that you have. So let's say you create a free ebook or a free email course about whatever it is. So let's say that you are a musician and you're trying to teach other musicians how to improve their musical abilities. So you can create an, an ebook about that, how to, you know, 21 days to be a better guitarist. Excellent. And so if you create that ebook, for instance, or you create a, an email course, um, you want to have a landing page set up that the sole f- focus of that page is, hey, this is a free ebook. All you have to do is provide your email address and then you can download it right away. So to create these landing pages very easily, I recommend uh, a tool called Instapage. It's I-N-S-T-A-P-A-G-E. And what Instapage is, it, it, it works in conjunction with WordPress or it can work independent of WordPress, but it basically is, it's drag and drop. So it's very easy and you don't have to be a developer uh, or a, a coder to be able to put together these landing pages. And it, there's a lot of other ones out there, but I just have found that Instapage is the mm. easiest way to get up these landing pages as quickly as possible. And the other good thing is it plugs into these email providers. So Aweber, MailChimp, GetResponse, you can have it set up so that with just a few clicks, it will send those leads or those email addresses to that email program. Excellent, excellent. It's, uh, it is something that I think um, can be a bit of an, an inhibitor these days for people who are just starting a business or, or they've got an idea. They, they think of all these things like a website and, and email automation and and I think sometimes that can be a little overwhelming for people, but it, it really is being made so much more simple and it's so easy to set up these days. Once you get started, it's um, it's pretty easy to get set up. Absolutely. Excellent. Is there anything else, uh, any other tools that, uh, that you suggest we check out? Yeah, so I'll just mention two other ones real quickly. Um, so one would be something called Optin Monster. And what Optin Monster is, is a WordPress plugin, but it actually you can use it with sites that are uh, that are not on WordPress. It, it started as just a WordPress plugin, but now it's pretty much working on any site. Yep. And what it does is it helps you capture email addresses uh, on any page that someone visits on your website. So you've probably seen websites where you visit them, and then after a few seconds, there'll be a little popover box or like a pop-up box. Yes. And yep. I know, you know, some people out there are, are thinking right now, oh, I hate those things. They're, <laughs> they're awful. Uh, I don't know if you use. Do you use them on your site? I don't, but I'm looking to implement one because I, I think it's. I think it's important that um, you you make it as easy for people to opt in. I mean, it's it's very easy. That message, if it does pop up, yeah, some people do find it annoying, but you can click off straight away. 
But if right. people do want to opt in, if they do want more of your content, then I think we need to make it as easy as possible to get that content. So I think they are they are good and, and they are useful. Yeah, and, and believe me, I was very much against them early on because I had a very bad experience back in the day. You would re- remember like these pop-ups were everywhere and you couldn't get rid of them. Mm. But now they've become so smart that you can set it so that it only shows for people that um, haven't seen it before. Yes. So using yep. cookies in your browser, I can show it only to a visitor mm-hmm. once every 30 days. So if someone clicks out of it and doesn't opt in, or even if they do opt in, they're not going to see it again. Yeah. Um, or if they do see it again, it'll it'll be 30 or 90 days until they see it again. Excellent. The other cool thing is you can set a delay so that it doesn't pop up right away. You can make it very customized so that if I'm if I have a blog post that talks about um, lead generation through email marketing, I can show a, a pop up that offers an ebook specific to that. So imagine that if you have a very relevant offer um, that's tied to a specific page, how how good of a conversion rate you can get and that's the other thing like i was against these these tools until i saw how well they converted like these things work so if you're trying to build an email list which is really the number one way out there to to grow a business online you need to have an email list um they these things work so optin monster is my favorite um and i don't have any affiliation with any of these products by the way i'm just Mentioning them because they they work. They've worked for me. Uh, I did interview the founder of OptiMonster on my podcast. Uh, I could send you the link to that if you want to include it in your show notes. But Definitely. it's just a fantastic program, and it and it it just works. Excellent, fantastic. Um, was that uh, was that the last tool that we have for today? The the last one is Canva. Have you heard of Canva? Oh, I love Canva. You it's love fantastic. Canva. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about so, Canva. Yeah, so Canva is a graphics design tool that's web-based, and it's for people that are not graphic designers. And, Just like me. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, I know that. Me too. You know, you can't do everything. Um, and back in the day, you would have to outsource graphic design work to someone who was a Photoshop expert. But these days, mm. with the way the web is going, everything is visual. So whether you're creating an ebook cover or a social media post or a little button for your website. I use Canva pretty much uh, 10 times a day, sometimes more, and I create all of those images. You can save them as templates, and everything's based in the web uh, or in in your browser, so you don't have to download any software, and it works really, really well, so I definitely recommend. So yeah, so those would be like the five basic tools I'd recommend if you're looking to beef up your online marketing and starting a business. It would be WordPress, Instapage, um, an email provider like Aweber or MailChimp or GetResponse, and then Canva and OptinMonster. Excellent, excellent. Uh, that is quite a lot for everybody to take away and uh, start implementing straight away because, uh, like you mentioned, these uh, they're important things when you start building a business. And if you have your website, your email, and uh, and you put it all in place, you get it started. Um, it really is the uh, it creates a solid foundation for your business. So they are some excellent tools there. Thank you very much for sharing them. Absolutely. Before before we wrap up uh, this interview, can you tell us a little bit about your own podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a few months ago, I started a podcast called Inbound Unboxed. Awesome and, name. <laughs> thank you. At first, here, I'll, I'll tell you something I haven't really shared uh, with very many folks. Originally, I was going to call it the Inbound Marketing Toolbox. And this is actually a good lesson to learn because... I had that name set up. I down, I got the the domain. I got a logo created for it. 
Um, and then I, f I did a little bit of digging and I saw that another podcast was named The Inbound Toolbox. Oh, and okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I didn't see that at first because I was only searching for Inbound Marketing Toolbox. And so the lesson to be learned is, you know, I just didn't feel comfortable using a name that was so similar to another podcast. Mm. So I would say, you know, if you're if you're creating a brand name, no matter what it whatever it's for, whether it's a podcast or a business or whatever, do a lot of due diligence and look and make sure that that name is not being used and that other variants of it are not being used because that caused me a lot of headaches. But ultimately, I'm I'm happy with the name Inbound Unboxed. But you know, I could have saved some time. Uh, but basically. Inbound Unboxed, like we've probably all heard of unboxing physical goods. Um, there's a lot of YouTube channels that talk about like unboxing yes, gifts yeah. and products and stuff. So what I try to do is, is talk about marketing tools, just like all the tools I just shared. And then we unbox these digital marketing goods and we interview the founders sometimes and we interview the, the people that basically make the tools, market the tools, or use the tools. Um, so if you're interested in more of that uh, all these marketing tools that's definitely the podcast for you to check out yeah and look if everybody listening I, I personally recommend it it's uh it's a podcast that i've now subscribed to and uh i hang out each week for the uh for the new episode because uh the guests that you have on they they are very insightful and it is it's it's really focused at, at people who um who want to start a business who, who maybe are already running a business but just want to get a bit more hands-on with um with their marketing and uh, yeah, it's definitely lots of gold shared on your podcast. So it's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, just before we wrap up, Nicholas, is there any other little piece of advice or, or tip that you might like to uh, to leave with the listeners uh, who are looking to start a business or maybe already running a business? Um, uh, just a tip around uh, marketing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give four real quick. Cause, oh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to come up with just one, I know. True. <laughs> um, okay, so I would say number one, start by doing. Like there's a lot of people out there that want to go build a personal brand or build something without actually doing the work for it. And um, someone who's a, a big fan, uh, I'm a big fan of is Gary Vaynerchuk. I love if Gary V. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows him. Yep. And he really hits on this quite often that you can't just go and make a personal brand. No, you have to go do something, get really good at something, be the best at it. Don't even worry about publicizing it. Just hone in on whatever it is you want to do and do it and dig in. And then naturally, your personal brand will come out of that. So I'd say definitely start by doing is number one. Number two, networking is oxygen. Like You need to network. So no matter what you're doing, whether you're in college, whether you're starting a business, whether you're thinking about it, starting a business, you don't need to wait to start building up your network. And you can use LinkedIn for that. You can go to networking events. I love going to networking events locally because that's just something that's a lot different that you're not going to get online. Um, so there's usually networking events happening every single night uh, wherever you are. And there's a lot of virtual networking events too. So always keep networking. Uh, number three, keep learning. No matter where you are or what you're doing in life, there's never a, a time to stop learning. So a way that I like to do that is I like to follow up on the, the blogs in, in my industry. So I read a whole bunch of blogs. I use an app called Feedly. 
which is pretty popular, which is like an RSS reader, and I just add all the blogs to it, and I, I spend at least an hour a day reviewing all these different articles. So definitely invest in yourself and keep learning. Get certifications in, in your industry if, if that's something that they offer. And then last but not least, make sure you're setting goals. Um, so I personally like to set small goals. Um, those have usually worked better for me than setting these big goals. So if you have a big goal, like starting a business is a big goal, but think about it in very small bite-sized chunks and that hopefully will make it much more actionable. Excellent. Nicholas, thank you so much. There's heaps and heaps of gold that uh, everybody can take away from today's episode. And I know that I've learned lots as well. I'm going to be uh, implementing plenty of things that you've suggested uh, throughout this episode. So thank you very much for sharing, for telling us uh, about Earnworthy and for sharing your story. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, I don't know about you, but there was gold everywhere through that interview. And I had to go back, uh, grab a pen and paper, and I wrote a whole page of notes after recording that interview with Nicholas. He shared so many great tools and tactics that we can all use right now and uh, very cheaply and most of the time free, you can use those tools and tactics to grow your business starting right now. That's how awesome it is. Links to all the tools that Nicholas provided are in the show notes for episode 13. Head over to openforbusiness.net.au, hit podcasts, and episode 13 is where you'll find the show notes for this episode. Now, top learnings for episode 13. There's a few. I've got four. What's your top learning from that episode? If you've got one, Feel free to share it in the show notes. Would love to know what you think from that episode. If you've got any questions, you can also leave them in the show notes, a comment under the show notes for episode 13. And uh, we might even be able to get Nicholas to come back and answer those questions on inbound marketing himself. Let's see how we go. If you've got a question, leave it in the show notes. All right, straight into the top learnings for this week. Top learning number one. Inbound marketing is about providing value through helpful content to your target audience. That's the meat and potatoes, guys. That's what it all boils down to. Inbound marketing is providing helpful content to help your target audience, to help the people that you want to buy from you. It's about helping first. Remember the jab, 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 not sale, sale, sale. Provide lots and lots of value up front. Top learning number two, your marketing should be give, 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 give. You get the idea. Give and then ask. The last thing you need to do, the last thing you want to do is to ask for something in return. Ask for that email address or ask for that sale or ask for that feedback. Make sure that you give, give, give as much as you can give up front. You've got to build trust. That's what it's all about. Learning number three, set small goals with your marketing so that you can achieve them regularly. So you don't want to make your goals too big, too far out, too huge to conquer in a short space of time because otherwise it's going to make it hard and you're not going to have that satisfaction of ticking off all the small goals in between. So make it easier for yourself. Make sure you get plenty of uh, job satisfaction in putting that tick next to that to-do list on or that goal list. Make it small, make it achievable, and really break it down. Make it easy for yourself, guys. We're not reinventing the wheel. Top learning number four is keep learning. Knowledge is power, people. Knowledge is power, okay? Keep learning. 
You can learn, uh, we're always learning, we're constantly learning, whether it's learning through reading or listening or it could be, we're always learning, even just jumping on the computer, jumping onto Google, searching how to start a small business or how to um, create a website. We're learning, we're constantly learning all the time. Even checking your Facebook uh, feed is learning. You're learning about the events and what your friends are up to. So keep on learning. The more you can learn, uh, if you've got a passion, if you've got something that you really want to do, learn about it, read about it, jump onto Google, punch it into Google and find out everything that you can about that topic or that subject. And uh, you'll find that before you know it, things will be a lot clearer. You'll have heaps of information to get you started and uh, you'll be on the right track. So they are the top learnings for this week that I got from that episode and from that interview. What was your top learning? Leave a comment in the show notes. Okay, deep breath. It's time to keep an eye out on the blog, people. Or you could just join the mailing list because like I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to be repurposing the content, the gold that is in the interviews uh, that the guests share. So upcoming blogs on openforbusiness.net.au, there will be a more detailed breakdown of the tools and the tactics that Nicholas has shared today on inbound marketing. So there will be an inbound marketing blog post and there will also be uh, a marketing video at some stage. I'm, I'm not sure whether yet that I might make it a Periscope or it could be a YouTube video. Not sure yet. Can I decide? But keep an eye out for it. If you don't want to keep an eye out for it, just join the mailing list. I'll let you know myself. Okay, it's time to wrap up the show for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Really hope that you uh, you got lots out of this episode. Hope that there was something that you can take away and build on from this episode. It's all about me providing as much value as I can and our guests on the show providing as much value as we can to help you to grow whatever it is you're working on or building. To help this show grow, it would be absolutely fantastic if you could leave a rating and review in iTunes. Uh, If you're not sure how to do that, there is a link in the show notes for every episode of the podcast. All you've got to do is just click on that link. It'll take you straight to this podcast in iTunes and uh, you can leave a rating and review there. It doesn't have to be a big review. I just want to know what you think about the show. Just a one-line sentence. All you've got to say is, it's an epic podcast. No, I would love your feedback. It would be fantastic, and it helps bump this show up the rankings. That's enough. No more from me. I am going to hold. I'm going to cut. We are going to stop this episode right there. Thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. Next week on the show... It is a show, it's going to be a solo show and we are going to be talking about registering a domain name for your business. So if you have a business, if you've got a venture, if you want to start something of your very own, very important, vital in fact, to have a website and um, we're going to be talking about how you can register a domain name, what thought needs to go into your domain name and the type of, uh, the type of platforms and the type of uh, people and companies that offer domain name registration and hosting, etc., etc., etc. So we're going to tackle that topic next week. Hope you can join us then. Until next time, stay motivated, stay passionate about turning your passion into a profit and I will see you next week on the next episode. Bye for now.